0: Hey guys, welcome to Podiochi Practice Mastery. Don's here. Um, I'm gonna talk about day number two in the Shockwave course here in in Boston. This was a, a good day. Uh, day number two is only a half day, and uh, so I wanted to share a little bit about what, what the experience was. This was more about practice management. And really when you're coming to any of these types of events, uh, I think the practice management is the, is the best part. Uh, had some great speakers. Um, those that uh, follow Chris Milkey, he is a podiatrist, he talked, um, and then uh, some of the other podiatrists as well gave some uh, ideas. There are some other specialists as well. There's a local guy here in Massachusetts that I want to go visit his practice as well. So what are the what are the kind of the, the takeaways or the, the general imple- impressions going through the Experience Transformer? What worked, uh, kind of what didn't work, and what would I do differently Um, so what worked is it was great to see how other people are using shockwave in their private practices Uh, especially they they really explain how anyone can use it especially if they're just starting out with just the radial device and uh, then switching adding the focus device and then adding to the emtt and then they were also talking about low-level laser or laser laser therapy and uh, so the, the big takeaway, the big thing I learned is I do have uh, a couple of lasers. I have a, a Remy laser, and, uh, I a, a well and, uh, and I have a Cutera as well, and I have a Lunula. <laughs> and so uh, I have a lot of lasers. Uh, the main one I use the Cutera for is for warts, and I think it does work well. Um, the, uh, the, the Lunula I use for nails, I don't think it works all that well, so I don't use it that much. And uh, the Remy I don't use really at all because it's in my other office where I'm only there once a week. But the, the takeaway from this is if you could you, you could potentially get a synergistic approach... Uh, using all three types of treatment. So that's kind of my the conversation in my head is uh, potentially if, let's say, I have a slot of 20 minutes for patients and I'm going to be doing the shockwave, uh, I have radial, I have focused, I'll do both of those. And then if I have four four to seven minutes, I can add in the Remy as well. So that's, that's kind of my thought. Uh, as I was talking to someone there, they were saying, well, you know, Don, since you don't see a lot of arthritis, um, they're kind of saying that the, uh, or I do see, you know, midfoot arthritis and things like that. But they're they're saying that uh, the the EMTT is a little bit better for that so I'm still unsure I was I was thinking more about it last time and I'm not sure right now sorry for anyone from medics that is listening to this <laughs> but I'm just kind of saying what the impression was um, I'm considering just adding a little bit of that Remy since I got that time with the patient or even just talking to the staff I was talking to one other doctor that uses the Remy and has it and they have their staff do it and what which I liked about this conversation is they said well I have an acute and I have a chronic type of treatment package so for an acute Let's say it's, uh, you know, four to six treatments. And then the, the chronic might be six to eight treatments. Or um, I think she said eight to tw- eight to ten or ten to twelve, something like that. But anyway, so they're coming packages and um, would be like, I think, 297 or 397, something like that. But the nice thing is, is these are all things that are done by the staff. So in their practice, they teach the staff where to put it. And then they, they do that Remy And that's the nice thing about I think Remy or other types of uh, lasers as you can have staff. I haven't really bought into it. I want to be frank. I, I'm i kind of skeptical um, to say, you know, do I need to really add this to the other two things that I'm doing for these conditions? But I really, I think that's the same thing with anything. Do you really need to add an additional treatment? Like, is what we're working? I think the the biggest problem with, with adding modalities like shockwave or anything like that is because, like, is what I'm working, what I'm currently doing, enough? Right? Is what I'm currently doing going to be sufficient enough for the majority of my patients? And Do I need to add anything? And I think that's the the biggest um, the biggest drawback to any any anything new in your practice is what you're currently doing, right? So if you're currently doing something and it seems to be working, why do you need to add it? And I think that's the that's the big question that comes down to it. So the way I'm treating plantar fasciitis now was it working was i doing a good job before and i think the best one that explained that his name was paul hobro and i really like paul's um paul's approach and i'm going to ask him if i can use his audio because i did record his lecture and i might include it into the podcast but he had a great explanation of kind of uh there are a few questions that you ask patients and um For those of you that haven't uh, downloaded my patient presentations tool, um, in there, you're going to see these questions. And I might modify them based on what he said, but these are questions I specifically put in my presentation. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to ask patients. So I'm going to have them see and feel kind of what they're feeling and like... And these are questions like, um, why do you, how long have you had the pain, and how does it affect your life, and, and things like that. These are important questions that I think many times we just speed on over. And this is something that he really made an uh, approach in his talk where he said, you know, you have to ask these questions. You have to uh, figure, pretty much figure out the pain and then kind of instigate that pain, and then you can go and solve that pain. If, if you're just telling them, it's so much different than if they tell you. Uh, what's going on. Another thing that Paul said is he, he gave them options and he does not push them. And he says, basically, you're going to have these three options. One option is through the traditional treatment where, um, you know, we don't do any of the shock wave or anything like that. The second type of treatment is with shockwave. And then the third one is with the EMTT. And the way he explains it is the traditional way is, uh, the regular treatment, um, educating, people things like that which you're going to do anyway uh the second treatment is is radial and focused shockwave and the supercharged approach is with the emtt and the way he does it he does six treatments and i think he charges 200 or something like that i think he does a package six treatments for like two thousand dollars or something like that i think that's what he charges um so, if you're doing, let's say, six a 300 treatment, that would be six treatments would be 1,800. Um, we currently do 200 a treatment, and based on everyone's conversation there, we all could increase the price as long as you're sharing the value and as long as you believe in it does work for your patients. And so, um, everyone pretty much charges charges cash for these things. These aren't covered by insurance. Um, so, I really liked Paul's. That approach of saying, but what I really liked what he said is he said, you know, he, he presents the three options, and basically you're going to, we can do the traditional approach, we can do the shockwave approach, or we can do the supercharged approach, which is better than anything, right? And then he goes and he says, we're going to start with the traditional approach, I'm going to explain everything for you, and then you can make a decision afterwards. This is what I really like about his presentation, so basically he says, if we do the shockwave, you're going to get better 50% faster and there's an 80% success rate. That's how he says it. 50% better, 80% success rate. I really like that approach of explaining you're going to get better faster and uh, it's, going to, it's going to work better and then you can decide after. So then you go in through and I may even switch the place where I talk about these these three options because in the past, I used to talk about the options you can do nothing or keep doing what you're currently doing, you can do conservative or you can do surgical but I like his approach uh, with, with offering these three types. So when you look at the patient presentations tool, you might see that I'm going to change it. Okay, I might change it to tra- traditional treatment, um, shockwave, or shockwave, or like advanced shockwave plus other regenerative modalities type of thing like that. So that was the my biggest takeaway today is this idea of communicating these three options to patients and offering them uh, to the patient's uh, and then doing more of your presentation. So the the conversation in my head is, well, I'm gonna talk about these three ways of treating. Then I'm gonna continue to show my slides of explaining everything like that, and then I'm gonna come back around and say, okay, Mrs. Jones, what type of treatment option do you want? And and the other thing that uh, Paul says, uh, when you're answering like the phone or explaining, you can say, you know, A- and this is very expensive. So actually, instead of hiding how much it costs, really be frank and uh, this is expensive i'm the most expensive and, it, and it's expensive because it works and so i, I really like that idea that was a good takeaway a couple of the other good things i liked about um listening to other people's marketing uh were the use of uh, like a frequent email messages um about having like a, a weekly email that kind of Puts content out there, whether it be in a newsletter fashion or some other type of fashion. Uh, this is very helpful for our patients as well, and kind of keeping front of mind uh, for them. Kind of a conversation uh, piece here or thought is, if if Curemedics, for as an added bonus, uh, they could even have instead of having just a a, a doctor. Uh, email, they could make one, and this is for you, Elise, if you're listening, they could make a, uh, a patient-specific email list. So let me explain what that what that would be. It would basically, if uh, for us, for example, foot and ankle, uh, we would have a special autoresponder, uh, foot and ankle, and when patients get shockwave or people that are interested in shockwave or interested in getting information on shockwave for the foot and ankle, let's say they go to their website um and they getting information on on shockwave for the foot and ankle then it would add them to like a weekly email that even could be evergreen meaning it would be on plantar fasciitis would be on achilles tendonitis would be on bone marrow edema would be some webinars and these would be kind of pretty much repeating themselves and going on forever as an educational component for our patients so those were those are kind of just the, the the high points. It was a good social time. The food was okay. Uh, I liked it that a couple of the other doctors are also using. Uh, this is something that I kind of like. It's the intermittent fasting, so they're they're working with weight weight loss. There's something called uh, ProLon, um, that's called a fasting mimicking diet. Um, if you if you followed any stuff from Jason Fong, F U N G or or any of these other ones there's a fasting mimicking diet and so if if you order it as a doctor I think it's about $100 for this fasting mimicking diet it's a 5 day course of fasting with very very low um, Low-calorie stuff, and it's kind of as if you're if you're fasting, and you get some teas and some other types of stuff like that. Um, I think if you're going to fast, you might as well just fast. You don't need that, but it's it's another option, and it's something that doctors can buy and then they can resell to their patients if they're working with weight loss. Not that I work with weight loss, but I do talk to my patients about this because it can help their help their health. Um, I was talking to a- another doctor as well about. Uh, laser treatment for fungal toenails i know i was at a, a shockwave course but we we're you know talking about other podiatry stuff um and uh they they said they had a, a way of explaining it where you can treat it from the inside out and the outside in using topicals um and uh using laser and other stuff like that i'm still not sure if you guys are really passionate about this send me an email i'd like to know what other people's thoughts are uh don at podiatry practice mastery uh I'd like to know. I, I still have a hard time, and I've mentioned this before. Like, if the lamisil is going to work, why add the laser to it? Because um, uh, the laser by itself, I don't find works as well uh, at all, and that's why I'm not doing much laser. I do find the oral works well, uh, but I guess if you if you would extrapolate that, why am I not I just why don't I just treat everyone with plantar fasciitis? with cortisone injections and why do I need the shockwave right if if, if if cortisone's working why do I need other stuff well and it didn't work for everyone so I guess you could extrapolate that into the the nail fungus treatment as well right so that was uh, one thing that got me peaked um I was talking to uh, this other doctor about AFO and um, orthotics and and just to, just I want to throw it out here for those that are listening because people, some people have been wondering, and I'd like to know your thoughts, uh, those that are listening. But for posterior tibial tendon dysfunction, uh, typically a Ritchie brace, but there is something called a Medial Blaze AFO by Insightful Products that I recommend much of the time uh, if I'm bracing them. Uh, and then also I talked about for midfoot arthritis, a meso brace. But I was talking to some of the doctors about using for arthritis the emtt and also the shockwave uh to help them to feel better once again it's not going to i want to be clear it's not going to cure the uh, the midfoot arthritis but the thought is can you then with their midfoot arthritis make them feel much better and be able to functional be, be able to function at a better level and that and that's the thing when we talk to people it's the pain level let's say their pain level is a six but before they couldn't walk it out and now they can do like Two walks a day, or something like that, and so they're functionally they're doing much better. And this may be an option to avoid some uh, midfoot midfoot fusions. So, anyway, that is uh, that are the thoughts from it. Please, uh, if you haven't uh, got my patient presentations tool, they are within that free. Free download within PediatricPracticeMastery.com. Also, um, the Practice Mastery Academy is there. I would, if you want my 30-day practice blueprint. If you want actually all my PowerPoint slides that you can make your own patient presentation tool, and all the webinars, everything is right there within Podiatry Practice, the Practice Mastery Academy. Um, right now, I think it's a single price. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to switch it to a subscription model. Um, for $97 a month because that's eventually where I want to get to is a $97 a month. I don't know where it's going to be at when you go there right now but you can go look. Um, You would get all the content that I have. But once again, um, I love this. I love helping you guys and please uh, send me an email. Send me your thoughts. Okay, until next time. Thanks guys. Have a, a good one.